the anime news guest it's your favorite host sam the bomb of course as always every weekend with the news you know what i'm saying you know it's really funny like i just keep exaggerating it every time i do that it's just like in the beginning i just used to go news and then now i just make noises next week it's gonna be Hey, welcome back to the Amazon Newscast with the... <laughs> like... <laughs> oh my god. Anyway. Uh, let's get it going. Yeah, we don't have a lot of non-anime news, but we do got a lot of anime news. A lot of hype. A lot of Otakon 2020 hype. Well, not a lot, but some Otakon 2020 hype. Um, for those of you going to Otakon. Um, let's start this off, though. Voice actor Bryce Armstrong... Passes away at 84. I want to dedicate this episode to you, Mr. Armstrong. He's best known for the narrator narrator voice um, in Dragon Ball. He did Captain Ginyu in Dragon Ball Z. He did the narrator in a bunch of the movies. Um, he was Igari in Baki the Grappler. And he was in a bunch of other movies. He's He was 84 years old. Um, natural causes. He was a pretty old guy, so... Oh, man. Another one gone. R.I.P. R.I.P. to Bryce Armstrong. This episode is dedicated to you, my friend. Okay, so let's get into the non-anime news, and then we'll get into the... Take a break and get into the anime news, shall we? All right, here we go. So, earlier this week... Or maybe it was... I think it was just yesterday, actually. Um, I had saw a YouTube video come up on my feed, and it was like... This was just uploaded like a week ago or something like that. Um, Excuse me. And... um. It was something like Star Wars Episode Nine original script leaked or something like that, and um, the, apparently this was the <clears throat> this was the script that Colin Trevorrow wrote. Um, that he was the original director before they decided to go back to J.J. Abrams or whatever, for whatever, you know, because of whatever happened. And um, he has been largely silent regarding the leak of the script, as well as, like, concept art and everything like that, that apparently that leaked too. Um, a, a good source had, like, leaked it somewhere to someone, and then that someone reported it to a bunch of nerdy news websites and then you know a youtuber i don't i forgot the youtuber's name and i'm really i apologize um but he basically just summarized the script and um uh yeah so it, originally it was called star wars duel of the fates um and it you know titularly named after the the iconic song that you first heard in the phantom menace um in the fight with uh darth maul um, there's also several pieces of art that was leaked. Um, and it was like, it was crazy, man. Apparently there was supposed to be, um, many callbacks to like return of the Jedi. There was a bunch of lines in it that were like, 
that were callbacks to like, yeah, this is not going to be like Return of the Jedi. You know what I mean? There's just little nuances like that. Apparently, Ray was not related to anyone like important. She actually was just a nobody. Her parents were potentially Jedi or Force sensitive, but they were just you know whoever. And her last name was actually Solana. Her name was Ray Solana, and she builds a dual sided, like a double sided lightsaber, like Darth Maul's, using Luke's or or Anakin's broken uh, lightsaber that she got from, um, you know Maz or whatever, and the one it broke in the Last Jedi. And uh, yeah, it was. It, and Kylo Ren just continues to be a bad guy. And he redeems himself kind of, like, similarly to, to like, how it happened in The Rise of Skywalker. I don't know. Uh, I You know what I do suggest? I suggest you go to YouTube and you just look up Star Wars Duel of the Fates script or something like that and find someone to summarize it. There's a couple of, like, you know, seven-minute videos up there of YouTubers just summarizing it. And honestly, I want to know what you think. I fucking personally think that it would have been way better. It would have been way better than what we got and I don't know I have a lot of thoughts about Star Wars and the sequel trilogy but yeah maybe we'll save that for another time maybe we'll save it for an AO episode anyway moving on so here we go two more live action Disney remakes are in the works don't uh don't know if they're for Disney plus or not but um Robert Zemeckis is uh apparently penned to uh, direct the live-action Pinocchio remake, and then there is going to be a Bambi live-action remake that's going to get the Lion King treatment and, you know, like the the Lady and the Tramp treatment. Uh, I just watched um, Lady and the Tramp, like, a couple weeks ago. Eh, I don't know. They got to stop with these live-action remakes. For You know, for a couple of them, it was cool, and then now it's just like oh, let's just go back and, you know, do all the classics and just whatever, you know, I don't know. Um, uh, And, of course, we've talked about that many times before. I'm a sucker for remakes, and I'll watch them probably anyway just because I'm an idiot, you know, but, oh, God. Uh, Doctor Strange 2 casting call points to another Sorcerer Supreme. Well, that makes sense considering that Baron Mordo at the end of the original Doctor Strange, uh, you know, decided to be a dick and leave the... Sanctum Sanctorum, so, uh, yeah, dude, it's crazy, I don't know, I'm excited for it, though, it's supposed to be, like, something about the Mirrorverse, it's supposed to be awesome, I'm excited to see that, um, I love Doctor Strange, I love Benedict Cumberbatch, Cumberbatch's, um, portrayal of it, I think it's really good, so, Star Trek, Picard episode discusses the show's first major cliffhanger, this show just premiered, and apparently it's fucking awesome. Um, so if you're a fan of Star Trek: The Next Generation, you're just a start, you know, fan of, you know, Captain John Luke Picard. Definitely check this out. I've heard nothing but good things. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited to give that a watch. The Witcher writer joins Disney Plus's Moon Knight creative team. They are making a live action Moon Knight series to be part of the MCU and to premiere on Disney Plus. So. That's going to be sick. I love fucking Moon Knight. Ooh, excuse me. I still got, like, the coughs, you guys. Every time I get sick, coughs, like, take fucking three, four, five, fifteen million weeks to get rid of. And I think I got a tiny bit sick after my surgery. So on top of my throat being, like, swollen, I got a little sick after that. 
So my throat's still like a little, it's a very slightly itchy and it still has me to have coughing fits. It's annoying. Anyway, no, no, I was saying I love Moon Knight. He's one of like the most underrated Marvel characters ever. Um, his newer like line of comics that came out like in the early 2010s were really fucking badass. Um, it kind of like dived more into his character and it was really sick. He's actually a really sweet character. You can imagine like Deadpool and how insane Deadpool is, except not funny at all. Like that's what this is. Like that's pretty much what Moon Knight is, um, in a sense. Um, but, but he doesn't break the fourth walls or nothing. But like, he's got a lot of mental health issues and shit. It's crazy. There were reports earlier that Obi Wan series, like, got cut. Like they were gonna cut the show. Like not do it anymore for Disney Plus. And then, like, then there was reports that came out after that said, oh, no, we're just cutting it from the initial six episodes to four episodes. Then there were people who were saying, like, oh, it's going to get delayed because some writers walked off or something. And a bunch of, like, people ran with it. And then Ewan McGregor, you know, calls script production issue reports bullshit. He said that it's not been put on hold. It's just being pushed back a little bit. The scripts are excellent, and they just want them to be better. So we just pushed it back. It's very dramatic, it would seem, online. There's all kinds of shit online about it, but it's only slid back a bit. But we're still shooting it. It'll be aired when it it was meant to be, and I'm really excited about it. It'll be fun to play again, is what he said um, during an interview. Um, Yeah, no, like, so obviously, I mean, you're hearing that from the man himself, you know, calm the fuck down. But yeah, I'm excited to see that too, for sure. Um, here's some video game news. Kingdom Hearts 3 Remind DLC just came out today, I think, right? Or yesterday. And people are going ham. People are going ham on it. I still need to play it. I want to play it so bad. Um, apparently Kingdom Hearts has two more teams working beyond three and Union Cross. The official Twitter account for Square Enix's Kingdom Hearts franchise revealed in a Q&A on Wednesday that a new title in the franchise will be revealed surprisingly soon. The Post noted that the franchise now has two additional active teams. In addition to the teams developing Kingdom Hearts 3 and Kingdom Hearts Union Cross smartphone game, that soon-to-be-announced title is one of the projects for those two new teams. The Kingdom Hearts Union Cross team will also make an unexpected announcement on Thursday. This article was from a couple days ago. Um, and I think this next piece I'm going to tell you is that Thursday announcement. Oh, yeah, it is. Okay, here we go. Uh, Square Enix unveils Kingdom Hearts Project Xehanort for smartphones. Square Enix announced on Thursday that it is developing a new Kingdom Hearts experience for smartphones, tentatively codenamed Project Xehanort. The project is slated for release this spring on iOS, Android, and Amazon, and it will have in-app purchases. The project's tagline is, Why Did He Become the Seeker of Darkness? And it's like, that's really cool, man. That's pretty exciting. We get to see, you know, how he became, you know, this young kid playing, you know, training with Ericus to, you know, who he became and why he did everything he did in the, the, the Dark Seeker saga of Kingdom Hearts. So that's pretty cool. I'm excited for that. I'm also excited to hear what this other thing might be. Um, I'm pretty excited for that because it's, He's got two more teams working on other stuff. Like, I'm ready to move on, you know? So, like, this Remind DLC is supposed to be, like, apparently, like, an actual, like, 
more of an ending to the Kingdom Hearts 3 game, and this DLC is supposed to, like, add to that. Um, which, like, okay, like, that's pretty cool, and then adds, like, extra battles you can do, and you can play as other characters and shit, which is sick. Like, I'm, I'm excited to do that. I'm gonna, I'm probably gonna buy that and play that. But I, I'm ready to move on from the Sora series, you know, the Dark Seeker saga is what they call it. And, um, to be honest, I was fine with the ending that they had. The game as a whole felt rushed for many reasons, um, but whatever, you know. Um, but I, I honestly loved the ending that we got. It was so, like, heart-wrenching and just awesome. And I just, like, I don't know. Maybe people want more closure than that. So that I can understand. I guess you could take it one of two ways. But, yeah. Guilty Gear Strive announced or showed a new trailer that highlights Faust. Fucking the, the doctor himself in Guilty Gear Strive. It's pretty exciting. Um, Evo Japan, they announced that they were going to showcase more of it at Evo Japan 2020, which is actually this weekend. Actually, it was today. It started today. Holy shit. So that's pretty exciting, man. Uh, Smash Bros. Ultimate, Street Fighter Five, Tekken 7, Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle, Samurai Showdown, Soul Cal 4. It's going to be sick, man. Evo Japan is cool. Evo Japan started in 2018. And they've been doing it ever since. So I'm glad that they're still going. I'm glad that they have theirs. They have a, a you know an evil tournament for for their side of the the world. You know, Japan is the other big capital of fighting games. They are the capital of fighting games, in my opinion. You know, next to America. So that's pretty sweet. Um, that's all I got for non-anime news. Really, let's move on to the anime news. But first, let's take a small break right here. Boom, check that out for me, okay? And always links on AnimeSummon.net. You can find everything right there. Links to Discord, YouTube channel, social media, everything right there. Become a patron today also. Patreon.com slash AnimeSummon. We're rolling out some goodies this year. You guys are going to get first snags at merch. You guys get things exclusively and before anyone else does. And it's going to be sweet. So become a patron today. Um, I do have, like, a little video on the Patreon page for patrons only. Um... If you haven't seen it yet, some of the newer patrons, I don't know if you've gone through the page and I've seen it, but um, I do explain in there kind of like where your money's going and stuff like that. So like I am making another patron vlog soon for you guys to show you other stuff. So that's going to be sweet. So check it out. Okay. Do it. Do it. So I got to let's get this out of the way right now. Okay. I saw a bunch of people sharing that Netflix was going to have a bunch of Studio Ghibli stuff starting in February and then March and then April. Guys, yes, that is true. But it is not for North America or Japan. Okay? It's literally for everywhere else that has Netflix. Except for North America and Japan. So yes, it's not for us. Of course... You can always get, like, a VPN and change your IP to a different country that has it, so then you can get it if you need it that bad. Um, but HBO Max, like I said on the newscast, like, three, four weeks ago, like, I'm over a month ago, that HBO Max has the stre- got the streaming rights to Ghibli stuff here in North America, and they will be doing that in May. 
So if you have HBO Max, you know, that's fine. But on Netflix, it is not going to be for North America or Japan. Um, streaming rights is a whole separate thing to, you know, um, I mean, in some cases it is, in some cases it's not. Some cases it's it's grouped as one thing, in other cases it isn't. Um, obviously, Disney has the production rights or the licensing rights to, you know, make DVDs and Blu-rays of, like, you know, Totoro and, um, you know, some of the other ones they've done. Um, but they don't have the streaming rights to those. Um, those, you know, were up in the air, I think, somewhere, and then HBO Max got it. So, um, yeah. So, no. No Netflix. <laughs> you know. No Netflix for U.S. or Canada or Japan. Um, it's just for everywhere else. So, again, no one's stopping you from getting a VPN and doing that, you know, changing it to, like, somewhere in the U.K., you know what I mean, and then watching it that way. But um, it is not coming. If you are in the U.S. or Canada, no. Sorry. So sorry. You suck. Just get just get the Studio Film Collection, DVD collection like I do. Jeez, Studio Ghibli DVD collection. Easy, easy clap. Anyway, Funimation now streaming content moves to Anime Lab in Australia, New Zealand. A company representative informed that on Friday that Funimation will shut down access to its Funimation Now streaming services for Australia, New Zealand on March 30th, and its content will then only be available to users in those countries through Anime Lab. Um, so yeah, there you go. If you're in New Zealand or Australia, that's what's going on. Uh, new image board show PA works up at Iranman anime's breathtaking detail. Um, excuse me for a second. Oh my god. Okay, you know what? I'm just gonna be real with you guys. I've already muted the fucking microphone, literally ten times, and the only reason you can't tell is because I cut it. But like, oh my god, my throat is bugging me. Holy shit. <coughs> oh my god. Okay, I'm gonna try and you know get through what it is with these um before i get to my eh, not really big piece but kind of you know the little little rant at the end um yeah no sorry excuse me oh my god my throat is bugging me you guys holy shit i think i'm gonna like do like a hottie toddy or like some hot honey and like tea or something i don't know the anime will star natsuki hane as sorona apare and they haven't really... There's no story. Where's the storyline? It doesn't say what the story is. Look up Abare Ranman, though. It looks super sick. Um, oh, here we go. After a certain mishap, the brilliant but socially inept engineer Abare Serrano and the shrewd but cowardly samurai Kosami Ishiki find themselves drifting on a boat <coughs> from Japan to America. Broke, the two decide to compete in the Trans-America Wild Race to... Oh, that's right. We talked about this. Yeah, and, like, the style is a kind of, like, old-school anime. Dude, this looks so sick. Like, I'm so excited for this. PA works. It's going to be sick. Is it going to be a movie? Or is it going to be a show? I can't tell. It doesn't say. Oh, look, you know, it might be a movie. But anyway, it looks super sick. Look it up. Kazuhisa Kondo draws new Gundam manga. Mosu Gundam Zion no Psycho Shinsho, the revival of Zion new prologue chapter. Manga debuted in this year's March issue of Kadokawa's Gundam Ace magazine on Friday. The manga's regular serialization will start in the magazine's next issue on February 26th. Um, I don't know what this is. I'm trying to read more manga this year. 
But all I know is that it's Survival of Xeon, and that includes one of my favorite mobile suits ever in the franchise, which is the Sasabi, um, which is Char's uh, mobile suit that he uses in uh, Char's Counterattack, the movie Char's Counterattack. I have an action figure of it. It's so sick. It's one of my favorite models ever, or figures ever. It's one of my favorite mobile suits ever. It's so sick. Um, I should read this, though. I should see if I can find a way to read this, because I want to read more Gundam manga, especially some of the ones that were, like, exclusive to, like, just manga. Like, they haven't gotten an anime yet. That'd be sick. Um, Yo Yoshinari shares info about upcoming BNA brand new animal anime and latest new type magazine. Talking about the art direction and the anime story and how the existence of animals and humans can coexist as animal humans and things like that. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Shacho Battle No Jiken Desu. Anime video reveals cast, staff, and April premiere. The official website for the television anime adaptation of the smartphone strategy role-playing game. <coughs> President, it's time for battle. Um, the Isekai alternate world strategy role-playing game is set in a world where dimensional gates suddenly appeared in the skies, opening portals to countless dungeons. The story imagines if the player is a company president who employs adventurers to take on dungeons filled with monsters for the treasure that lie within. Oh, so it's like you're in an office and you're just like, that's really funny. Oh my god, that's such really cool. This anime looks pretty cool, actually. Um, I'm sick of isekais, but it looks it does look definitely kind of cute in, in a way, for sure. Bakumatsu Rock Franchise gets Hollow Soul sequel. Um, the official website for Marvelous AQL is Bakumatsu Rock Franchise. Announced that there will be a sequel project titled Bakumatsu Rock Hollow Soul. The new story is set in the Bakumatsu era at the end of the Shogun's rule over Japan in the middle. Of, it's just like boy idol feudal Japan shit, but they look fucking cool. I'll tell you that right now. But if you're into Bakumatsu Rock, I know I have a couple of friends out there who are super into Bakumatsu Rock. Sanrio delays new Jewel Pet anime film's opening. Sanrio announced on Friday that it has delayed the opening date of Jewel Pet Attack Travel. It's a brand new anime film in its Jewel Pet franchise due to various production issues. Sanrio did not reveal a new opening date for the film. The film is previously scheduled to open in February. Oh, okay. Well, that sucks. I know the main character is a fucking panda, and that's cute. I love Sanrio, and I love pandas. God. Okay, anyway. With Studios, Great Pretender began streaming a promo video for the anime on Friday. The video reveals the anime's cast, an additional July premiere, and it also confirms the worldwide release plans. Um, this anime looks super sick, honestly. The show will have a theme of credit fraud and will be happy comedic drama between worldly famous swindlers. Makoto Inamura is supposedly Japan's greatest swindler. Together with his partner Kudo, they try to trick a Frenchman in Asakusa, but unexpectedly get tricked instead. The Frenchman who they tried to swindle turns out to be Laurent Thierry, a much higher level confidence man in control of the mafias. Inamura is yet to find out what fate awaits him after having engaged in the Frenchman's dirty jobs. Oh shit. Crunchyroll sponsors new Anime Frontier convention in Texas in May 2020, and it's called Anime Frontier. So for those of you out in Texas, check that out. Anime Frontier. It's going to be sweet. Uh, Beastars manga creator Paru Itagaki says the end is in sight. Ooh, shit. That is crazy, man. 
um, Danny is reading this currently and she's like really into it. Um, I really, really love it. I love the anime so much and I might just start reading it just to get an idea just to see what happens because I don't know if I can wait for the anime and all the Netflix bullshit. So, oh my God. My Next Life as a Villainous, All Routes Lead to Doom. Anime's second video unveils more cast-ending song artists. Remember, this is the the isekai where the the girl gets transported to another world, and she's like the queen. She's like the main villain, uh, the main villain's wife or the queen or whatever. And she's like, I don't want to be evil. I just want to get out of here. I just want to go home. And uh, yeah, so yeah, so that's that's coming out in uh, the manga's in English already. When is this coming out? Excuse me. I think it's coming out in a couple seasons, actually. I, think, I know it's this year. But, yeah, that is going to be cute. I can't wait to, to see this. Review Starlight compilation film to open on May 29th. Okay, rem- I remember when this was airing and we were watching it, and I was like, you know what? This would have been better as a movie. You know what I mean? So we weren't seeing, like, a, a Monster of the Week, a Battle of the Week kind of thing, you know, Transformation of the Week. And, honestly... I'm kind of excited for this. I can't wait to watch it. I I love Review Starlight. I actually really liked it. Halfway through, it got really boring, though, and I just wanted to, like, I just wanted to skim through it just to see what happens. You know what I mean? So, like, I ended up soldiering through it afterwards, but I do like Review Starlight. I think it's really cool. There's a nice fan base for it, which is pretty awesome. So, Log Horizon TV anime gets third season in October. That's right. The long-awaited... Third season, we are finally getting it for Log Horizon. It's been two years since the last one came out. Um, so, yeah, we're getting a third season of Log Horizon. So, for all you people who are out there who are big Log Horizon fans, I know that you guys are out there for sure. Third season. Netflix adds Pokemon Mewtwo Strikes Back Evolution film on February 27th. Um, the Pokemon Company International and Netflix announced on Tuesday that Pokemon Mewtwo Strikes Back Evolution which is the CG movie remake of the first movie, will premiere on Netflix worldwide outside of Japan and Korea on February 27th. The Pokemon Company International began streaming an English trailer, so you can go watch that. I am definitely going to watch this. I don't know if we're going to do a review of it, but um, I'm definitely going to watch it. Made in Abyss anime gets sequel. Kadokawa revealed on Saturday that the Made in Abyss anime franchise is getting a sequel. The company is streaming a video to announce the sequel and also revealed a new image board. The video below highlights each entry in the anime so far before announcing the new sequel. Um, the first compilation film for the anime, Journey is Dawn, opened on January 4th, 2019, followed by the second film, Wandering Twilight, on January 18th, 2019. And then those are the compilation films. And then Dawn of the Deep Soul... Um, Opened in Japan on Friday. Sentai Filmworks has licensed the film. So yeah, that is going to be... Um, that's going to be sick. That's going to be sick, dude. So there's a film that covers an arc, and then there's an- another season of it, which I'm excited for because I love Made in Abyss. Um, there's a new manga for called Legends of Luke Skywalker. Um, I got to read that shit. I was reading this little interest piece about it today. And I had to tell you guys about it because, like, holy shit, it's going to be sick. Um, okay, so earlier someone had posted in our Discord about Digimon Adventure. Um, and it was called – I don't know what it's called yet. 
But it's supposed to be the new anime will take place in 2020 and will feature an all new story centering on Tai Chi when he is in his fifth year in elementary school. His partner is Agumon. The story begins in Tokyo when a large-scale network malfunction occurs. Taichi is preparing for his weekend summer camping trip when the incident happens. Taichi's mother and his younger sister Hikari get stuck on a train and won't stop moving, and Taichi heads to Shibuya in order to help them. However, on his way there, he encounters a strange phenomenon and sweeps sweeps him up into the digital world along with the other Digidestined. So, um... I have I have no idea what 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 this is supposed to be about, but like, so is it just like a reboot of the original Digimon Adventure, or or what is it? You know what I mean? I have no idea. So like, this is kind of my big thing at the end here that I kind of wanted to talk about is I think like at some point we gotta we're 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 stuck in this huge, and I, I know I mentioned this a lot in the newscast as big pieces, but I'm trying to specifically talk about inserting canon here at some point we got to get off the nostalgia train and start writing new stuff okay and i know that's really hard considering all the years of entertainment that has been written okay we've been doing movies since you know the 1900s early 1900s for god's sakes and it's just like i was talking okay so so here's an example of like inserting canon Inserting canon or retconning, you know what I mean? Uh, Crows. So Crows is a manga about the delinquent all-boys school called Suzeron High School. And it centers around the character Buya Harumichi transferring in as a second year. And then he becomes the top guy at Suzeron. Um, they, then they made movies. And these movies came out like 2000. 11 2009 and 2011 i think um called crow zero and crow zero two and crows zero starts at the year before the manga starts so the ebizuka trio the ebizuka junior high trio that are some of the main characters in the manga are first years in these movies and the movie it doesn't follow them but it follows a different set of characters but um, then Crow Zero Two takes place in, like the second half of the year, or whatever, and um, then they graduate at the end of Crow Zero Two. The, the characters that you follow in these movies they graduate at the end of that one, and then it's supposed to be the manga. They like made a third movie because like those movies were so successful that they made a third movie called Crows Explode, and they said that that movie takes place the year after but you have all these characters that are non-manga characters and they were saying like and the director was saying it was canon or whatever and it's like how is this canon though and then like then people are saying that he didn't say that and now nobody knows if it's really canon and crow zero and crow zero two are absolutely canon the way they feel the way they work into the manga is perfect and it makes perfect sense but crows explode however they were saying like, oh, well, Haramuchi, Buya Haramuchi doesn't transfer to Suzeron until halfway through the year. So technically, Crows Explode takes place at the beginning of the year because the beginning of the movie is like the entrance ceremony where we're all trying to figure out who the top guys are. And it's like that doesn't make any fucking sense because none of the characters in Crows Explode are in the manga. 
correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure none of the main characters like Ryohei and Gura and Kaburagi Kazeo are none of them are in Crows, like the manga. So it's like it's really weird. That, in my opinion, right there, that it's like okay, so Crow Zero and Zero Two were so successful. Let's just make this random movie and insert it here. And it's like that doesn't make any sense. You know what I mean? If you had told me, here's a movie called Crows Explode. It takes place years and years and years after, you know, all the characters that you know about in Crows or in Worst or whatever. And it's just like, it doesn't make any sense. You know what I mean? Like, it, that would have made more sense. Like, if you told me, oh, this movie takes place in 2017, so none of the characters in Crows or Worst are in it. You know what I mean? So this is a new era of Suzeron. And it's like, okay, sweet. I can get behind that. Now, back to the main point. This Digimon thing. I just read you the synopsis. It said the new anime will take place in 2020 and will feature an all-new story centering on Taichi. So you're just redoing the original series? Is that what's happening? Or what? Because, like, you're saying that he's in his fifth year of elementary school. And I think that's what he was... That 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 might have been what he was in the original too. Actually, I, actually, I, I thought in the original he was in junior high. I thought they were like fourteen, thirteen, fourteen. But it's here he's saying he's in his fifth year of elementary, which would mean he's like ten or eleven. You know what I mean? So I have no idea. What's weird to me though is like because you're on the nostalgia train and because you see things that were successful back in the day, you want to reboot it, remake it. And it's like okay, fine, whatever. Just do the fucking reboot. Get it out of my face. But then when you take when you. The weird thing about the Digimon one, and the reason why I'm making a big stink about it, is because you just came out with, like, the, over the course of the last three years, you just came out with Digimon Adventure Try, which was a sequel to the original, which was a sequel to Season 1 and 2, with Ty and all them. And then you just, literally just came out, literally, just end of 2019, came out with a movie called Digimon Adventure Last Evolution Kazuna. Which was supposed to end the 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 story of Ty and all them. Like, what are we doing here? No, fuck that. I'm I'm as much of a Digimon fangirl as some of the other big Digimon fans out here, okay? Like, don't get me wrong. I love Digimon, okay? I have the fucking Digivices. One of my Wonder Swans is the Digimon Digivice edition. Okay? I, I get it, okay? I love Digimon, okay? I fucking love that shit. But, fuck this, dude. Get me a new... Give me a new season. Get me a new set of characters. And you know what? If you want to have them get swift off into the digital world, just like how they did in Season 1 and Season 2, or however they did it, then let's do that. Fine, just repeat that. I don't even care if you repeat that part. But let's get new characters... New Digimon, new Digivices, a new threat, a new enemy, you know, make it something like, you know, make it an Isekai, you know, for God's sakes. That's basically what Digimon was in the in the original, right? It was kind of an Isekai. They get transferred to another world, the digital world. Make it like that, kind of, or something. I don't know. Have the main character be able to do the, the, the kind of Digivolution that they did in Season 4 in Digimon Frontier, where they become the Digimon. Or some shit. You know what I mean? I don't know. Do something. Do something else. We've heard this story before. Okay? And you can't just animate it up again. Right? It's the same. I feel the same way about the, the, the live action Disney movies right now. 
And I know my my I know that my bitch ass is gonna watch it too. I know it. Like they know I'm gonna consume it. It sucks. And it's like people will will will, will tell me, oh, you know, Sam, why don't you just not watch it? Don't give it the, don't give it the attention. Don't give it your business. I know, but it's like I'm gonna be curious to watch it. I'm gonna be seeing things on YouTube about it anyway. You know, like fuck. I don't know, man. You let me know what you think. If you're a Digimon fan, or let me know of a time when they did this to something you liked and then the sequel or reboot or remake or retcon was just bad. Give me some more examples, okay, and let's talk about it. That being said, I've been some. This has been the Anime Summit Newscast. Ugh, God. I'm sorry for my coughing, you guys, throughout the whole fucking... God damn it. This is somehow, like, I'm not even, like, exaggerating. I bet you this is somehow Nick's fault. Low-key. Low-key, this is somehow Nick's fault. 